0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Barbara Gian at Barbara Gian.com. Nice to be back with you guys. Today, we're talking about something that I heard recently on a podcast and was inspired and it resonated with me and I thought, this is one I need to bring to my people. We are talking about I have had it. I done had it. But before we do, let's say thank you to our sponsor. This show is brought to you by the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. This is my favorite way to start every single day and practice my gratitude in just a few minutes. There are 90 pages, so it'll keep you covered for a few months. Build that gratitude muscle. There are spaces for you to to write out what you're grateful for today, for what's ahead. There's affirmations, journal prompts, quotes throughout and uh, you can pick one up for yourself or for a friend. It makes the perfect gift. Find the link in the show notes, and it is also on Amazon, so grab yours today. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the show, go ahead and press that plus sign, subscribe so you get alerts every week when we come out with a new show, and remember to rate and review it, or one or the other, rate it or review it. Your choice. Share it with a friend. Spread it. We got to spread this thing out far and wide. All right, let's jump in. So we're talking about I've had it, right? I said I heard this recently on a podcast and it really just grabbed my attention because I felt it. We've all, well, most of us have gotten to a place in our life in a certain situation where we've just been fed up and we've had it. Now, fellas, hold on for just a minute, ladies. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear those words of, I've had it? I'm gonna see if you're thinking what I'm thinking, because what I think is leaving your man, right? Am I alone on that? I don't think so. That's like the first thing that came to my mind. And we're gonna talk more about that in just a second, but I often wonder why some people don't make. A change, or they don't do more, or they just don't make a certain decision that would change their life or their circumstances for the better. I don't get it. This happens quite often. And I think about my own I have had it moments. And at first, again, like I just mentioned, I thought about just like the relationship part of my life. But as I started thinking more about it, I started thinking up of a lot of other times in my life where I got to this point. And it's always a gradual process. Obviously, you don't get fed up overnight. There's there's a way that you're living or a way that you're doing things over time that eventually kind of lands you in a place of just feeling so frustrated and done, right? So it's story time, pull up a chair, get comfortable All right. I wanted to share some of the times in my life where I actually got to this point, I'd had it with something, and I want to talk about the results of actually acting upon that. Because the thing is, when you really have had it, and you make a decision, things change. And pretty much every time, at least for me, it's for the better so as i said in the beginning i started thinking more and more about all the different times in my life where i've reached that point and i went way back so i want to start with just growing up as a teenager in a home where i hated the house i hated everything about the house it was old it was it was just messed up and i couldn't stand it so I went to work as soon as I was able. I bought my own car, brand new, off the lot. And I was always just eager for a change. I was eager to do what I could to remove myself from that situation. But it wasn't actually until I got pregnant with my first child. I was 21, still living at home. And I, that kind of forced me to move out because I just could not see myself staying in that environment with a kid, with a baby, just couldn't see that. So that was the first example that I thought of when I was just thinking over this, uh, when I, when I got fed up and I made some moves and I moved out. And then there was a time where I was, oh, I was actually pregnant working at a, um, A dental office, funny story, but I'll save that for another time. Working at a dental office, and this is way back in the day, okay? So the minimum wage at that time, I believe it was like six, six, between six and seven, let's say. And I remember I was making $7 an hour. And this was in like a fancy area, Los Altos. It wasn't, it was about 20 minutes from my home. And I just had it. I was like, okay, I'm pregnant now. Like this is not cutting it. I am not making this drive and doing this work for seven bucks an hour. And so I made the decision to put in my two week notice, but they liked me. And as soon as I gave my notice to my manager, Myra, if you're listening, I don't know if you know this story, so I'm sorry that I lied, but you'll find out in a minute. So anyhow, gave my notice told her that I found a new job which I did not I actually had no idea what I was going to do and I had a car payment and I paid rent at home too so I don't know what I was thinking or how I how I thought I was going to work that out but anyway must not have been that worried I just wanted out and so right after I gave my notice I, I believe it was the very same day the the dentist actually asked to speak to me privately and I was like oh my gosh what's he gonna say So we're in a room, and he's asking me about my new job. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Because even though I wasn't a Christian back then, I, I have never, ever been a good liar. But I lied this time. He asked me where I was going. I forget what I said. And he asked me how much they were paying me. And I didn't have time to think. So I just threw out the first number that came into my head, which was $11. And as soon as the words finished leaving my mouth, he said, well, would you stay if I match that? And I was like, stuck on stupid for a second. And then I said, yeah, I would love to stay here. And I don't think I actually wanted to stay there, but that was a pretty good raise on the spot. So I took it and I stayed for a while longer. I don't even remember how much longer I stayed, but I took it and I got myself a quick raise. But I had had it with earning that $7 an hour, you know, and it took me getting pregnant and having to think about life uh, a little more than I had been before. And then, huge gap from then to this next example, but there's the time where I actually had to file for divorce. And it's been, I want to say almost five years now since that happened. Before that happened, I've been with my husband for a long, long time. And I always remember, even though we've we've always kind of struggled or had had some issues throughout our relationship, I could never understand how people got divorced. I could never wrap my head around how that ever happened. Like you have this whole life with someone. You build a family. You ha- you just share so much of your life with this person and then it ends. And I just, I couldn't get it through my head. And then it happened to me where I got to that point of just feeling in my spirit that this is it. There's no more um, confusion about it. Like I had 100% peace. I had gotten to this point of making peace with the fact that it was going to end. That was it. It was over. And it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life to this date. But I could understand how so many people get to that point now for so many different reasons. But that was another example. And then there's the time where I was fed up with teaching and I struggled the whole year. I just talked about this recently on an episode but it took me getting to a certain point emotionally, spiritually, of saying, like, enough is enough. I am not gonna continue on feeling this way. I'm gonna there's bigger and better things somewhere else for me. And so I had to make that decision of leaving a career that I invested so much time and money and energy in, but it was it was a spiritual call on my life for sure. So that leads right into This next one, which is the last example that I wanted to share with you. When I left teaching, I always have something different going on. When I left teaching, I had my gifting business and I thought I'll just pour myself into this. And then I happened to meet somebody through social media who was a life coach and that really resonated with me. And so I pursued that as my new career and obviously, when you start a new business from scratch, it doesn't boom overnight, it takes time to build. And so I knew that going in, I knew that it was going to take time, I was giving myself about a year to build it. And what happened was I started, because I'm, I love writing, so I started freelance writing. And as a way to generate income while I build my business, so there's no pressure in that area. And I got to a point, and it's not too long ago, maybe it's been a couple months now, where I felt like I was loving the writing so much, and I'm doing well with it, and I felt like I needed to make a decision like, okay, is this what I'm supposed to be doing and not the coaching? it just started to get off balance like that and so I had a conversation with a friend and she pointed me in a few directions for for mentors and the more I looked into it and the more I prayed I literally had my answer in my spirit the very next week a hundred percent no doubt so I made the leap to just pursue the freelance writing as what I'm doing now and I've decided, because there's so many different ways that we can all go in so many different directions we can choose to pursue for our income, for our jobs, for our our life work, we just need to know our values. For me, freedom and flexibility is one of the top values. I do not want to be committed to any set hours or rules. It has to be on my terms, and I know that sounds maybe a little arrogant but it's just something that I know I can do I know any of us can do it if we really really want to it's just what are your values so that's mine and I wanted to maintain that Um, I I actually don't like being told what to do by anybody and I don't expect to go into a job and be bossed around or anything like that but I just I like my I like to make my own rules and my husband always calls me out especially when we're driving because I always drive because I done had it with his driving too a long time ago. So I always drive. And so if he tells me to do something like change a lane or or go right or go left, I do not listen. I am so stubborn. I know I'm working on it, but he he will always call me out and tell me that I cannot stand being told what to do. So he thought he was going to trick me. He's like, you know what? Instead of telling you to go right, I'm going to tell you go left so you can do go right. And then I'm like, well, then I know you're just tricking me and I'm going to go straight. And so don't try that either. But through all of these things and decisions, I really can see clearly that nobody has to be stuck in their circumstances. Everything is a choice. Whether it's something that takes a little, a little bit of time or a long time to change, the point is that we can all change once we've had enough of the way things are, you have to get to that point. You have to reach that point of that's it. That's enough. I'm done. It's not going to stay this way. Once you get to that point, truly get to that point, you can make the change. It's, it's a decision and a determination to do whatever you need to do until you find yourself where you want to be. And I'm not yet exactly where I want to be, but trust me, I will be. And I'm so much closer than I was just a few months ago, even compared to last year, huge gains, huge changes. So that's it. You decide what it is. And when you reach that point of deciding you don't had it and you start making moves to change whatever the situation is. All right, guys, that is it for me. Remember to subscribe, give the show five stars, and share it with a friend. I will see you all again next week. Until then, be a blessing and be blessed.